Bonjour. Hello, it's me again. And it's you again. It's me, Stev, and it's you, my audience of millions of listeners. Welcome to my thing. That's me turning my TV off. Because it's time to go to work. So this is episode three. Shall I turn the piano up a bit? Still getting to grips with it. So this is the third episode. Who can think of a good third um, instalment? For me, I think um, Rocky Three was pretty good. I didn't mind the third Star Wars Revenge of the Sith or whatever where he turned into Darth Vader. I mean, that'd be really unpopular. Police Academy 3 was all right. You know, are you thinking of third things that are good? Um, Hopefully there's not a third world war. So anyway, um, on today's show, there's a theme of trains. So I do a horrible commute into London. It takes about an hour and a half every morning. And I found someone through work that um, does exactly the same commute. And um, I met her, true to form, there was delays on my Metropolitan line, which is rubbish line, it's the worst line, and the oldest. Um, Much like the voters of the UK and the USA, the oldest ones seem to be the worst and it's fucking out for everyone. But anyway, this is not a political podcast. Um, Yeah, so I met her at Finchley Road and I recorded our commute into um, work, into Holborn. And then the second half of this podcast, I'm... um, interviewing a band called Hope in High Water who are from Milton Keynes which is for anyone that's not in the UK it's a man-made town with the most roundabouts in the UK I think and there's no roundabouts in the US if you're listening from there and you've got a lot of other things haven't you Um, so anyway the first song we're going to play here on this um, podcast before I head off to Lidl to buy some CN products is by James Brown and it quotes all the American cities and states and stuff and um, it's called Night Train, so check it out, and then I'm going to be with you throughout this. Don't worry, if there's music, my voice will pop up. I've got a lot to say. See you in a bit, Bonjour. Oh, yeah. Um, the winner of the podcast thing was Michael Monk. Well done, Michael Monk. I have never heard of you. I've never met you before, but you're coming for dinner with me and Emily. Um, there were 153 iterations of the word lobster, and you got it right with only 23, so make of that what you will. See you in a bit. All aboard! For night train!
So welcome back. That was James Brown with Night Train. And it's 7am. No, what time is it? 8.30am. But I got up at 7am. This is Leha. Hello. Spell L-A-I capital H-A. Is that right? Yeah, that's correct. Leha and myself have only met once in a business meeting, but we do the similar commute. So I decided to do the commute with her. And true to form, I was late. Um, I've been on a train where I've just said to you five people were touching me at once. It was so crowded. And it's a war, isn't it? Yes, definitely. And it's so cold as well. So it's hard. London life is hard. What's your experience with commutes anyway, in general? Especially on London Underground Tube, it's always really busy. So it's always like ram, trying to get into the station, and then you get into the station, then you're trying to get on the tube. You know, it's such a nightmare, really. And we're going to do the similar thing now. We're getting on the Jubilee line at Finchley Road, which is incredibly rammed. This is going to be quite embarrassing doing a podcast, but I'm going to do it anyway. I'm just going to pretend I'm on the phone, you think? <laughs> Leha works in Holborn, as do I, in a really posh hotel. Oh, my God, can we do this? <laughs> So Leha, what would you say if you were kind of stuck on an empty tube train with the um, president of TFL? God, probably tell him to get this shit sorted out. <laughs> maybe, yeah, uh, maybe make it less expensive because it's like being um, in some sort of prisoner of war camp every morning wouldn't you say yeah definitely because keep hiking the price up i should definitely say to him it should be cheaper so people get to work how much is it a day i don't even know because i get a monthly 
it's like 15 pound a day in it for anyone around the world i have some friends in america i used to live there and they'll be like 25 dollars all right so we're rattling along now this, yeah, this is a relief bit <laughs> this is a relief bit where we're on a good train maybe you have like coffee stations you can have a coffee i need a coffee now yeah <laughs> leha works in the events industry and so do I, kind of thing. And that's fun when we get there, isn't it? Yes, definitely. Um, once you're at work, <laughs> it's all good. But everyone always talks about how crap their journey's been when they've been trying to get into work. That's the London thing. <laughs> now we're getting loads of weird looks. I think it's quite funny. <laughs> something interesting to do in the day. It's probably wondering what we're doing, that's mm. all. <laughs> What, where are you from again? You're from up north, aren't you? People can tell that Leia's got an accent. <laughs> yeah, originally from Darlington, but then I studied um, over in Manchester, so probably more of a Lancashire accent. And what's life like up there? Um, Compared with London? A lot slower. Yeah. So if you're waiting for a bus, it's probably one every hour. Um, so you need to like get all your timings right, really. So in London, you get away with being late because yeah. the tube's running late. Yeah. However, when you're up north, if you're late, you are you late. You're late and then you're fired. <laughs> yes, yeah, definitely. If you're like up north, it's like you have to make. Plans. You have to watch Corrie. Yes, have to watch EastEnders Corrie. And yeah, have you, you, t- have you tea at five? <laughs> um, I used to watch EastEnders, but not as much as. It's a bit angry, isn't it? Yeah, I watch Hollyoaks now. So, a bit of Hollyoaks. <laughs> if I get home in time. Younger and better looking and badder acting, is that what it is? Yeah, that's probably what it is. It's always got a killer on the loose. Have they? Holly yes. yes. It's even less realistic. Yeah, one dies, one killer dies, another one comes out of the woodwork. Although someone escaped from prison, didn't they, this week, from like Broadmoor or something. Did you see that in the news? Two guys escaped from prison. No, I haven't followed the Well, it did happen. Week. Hopefully they're not on this train. <laughs> Where are we now? Oh, Bond Street, this is us, this is us. All right, the war continues. This is where we face the two big escalators, right? This is where you've really got to have your... There's usually two massive queues. Do you go left or right? I go right. It's really calm this morning. I usually come out of that exit, and it's, this is properly where people hit you and elbow you. Oh, it's really calm, but the rest of the journey's been a nightmare, so... Yeah, it's a little calm bit's all right. right so you can go first. Oh, this is so civilised. Oh, do you want to walk? Do you want to walk? Oh, my God. You're a brave woman. Is this how you get your exercise? Yeah, get my exercise, Lord Jimmy. Oh yeah, this episode is sponsored by CN, Lidl's hand sanitizer, which is amazing. Which I currently have in my bag. God, I'm out of breath. And CN is, uh, do you know, do you shop at Lidl? Yes. They're a sponsor of the show. Holiday? Yeah. Oh, sorry. So CN, hand wash and hand sanitizer. For all the commuters at home, in London, New York, Sydney, wherever, Jesus. <laughs> Use your hand sanitizer, you're gonna get a cold and it feels like I'm getting a cold anyway. So we're walking through the tunnel at Bond Street. How do you feel? Okay at the moment. I know everyone's like dashing from left and right and people coming the other way. But I suppose we sneakily went through the wrong tunnel. Yeah, we yeah, this is the thing we're doing. We're going in a entrance which isn't an entrance. So you're just faced with an onslaught. And Leha knows the secret. Um, tunnels to get through at Holborn as well which we're going to do in a minute I wish I had a picture of this there's currently about 5,000 people walking in the opposite direction to us your hair's slightly red yes, coloured it enjoyed it, oh recently? yes when? Uh, 
Saturday. I'm not usually blonde, you know. This is terrible, actually. Like, look how dry it is. Yeah. No, I'm not blonde. I'm Irish. Think about blonde Irish. I just had a breakdown in the summer and dyed my hair. Okay, here we go. So this is essential line. This looks really rammed. Yes. It's always really busy on this one. So are we going to brave this? Yes, for sure. Yes, because it's actually yeah, ten gonna, to nine. Yeah, I'm going to end up being late for work. I usually drink a bit of water at this point, but there's no time. <laughs> oh, people are actually getting off. Use yes. all the doors, please. And move right inside the carriage. Next So what do you usually do on the train? What do you do you listen to music or podcast? I would only play my Pokemon. Oh, you play Pokemon? Oh, the new one, the Pokemon Go. Yeah, Pokemon Go. Nearly didn't make it. <laughs> I'm going to go against the door. So I have to be quiet again. And what do you want for Christmas? Um, I'm not really sure. Uh, not even, World peace. Not even thought about, about Christmas as yet. A decent commute. Yes, definitely a decent commute. Decent meal. <laughs> a decent meal? Oh, a Christmas dinner. The next station is Oxford Circus. The door behind me is going to open, isn't it? Oh my yeah. god. Yeah. Okay. Get your bag out of the way. That's what's that's what's Christmas. That's alright. Sweet. Oh, are you? In that case. <laughs> do you want to sit? You could fit. Yeah, I can fit in that bit. Oh, perfect. <laughs> this could be a good picture. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so there's currently, uh, you know, in our square meter around us, I'd say there's about. 11 people probably a bit more than that probably about 15 20 usually i listen to music very motivational music in the morning like you know bruce springsteen stuff like that like rock music um depending if i'm hungover this is very hard if you're hungover isn't it yeah definitely do you party on weeknights um only set well part of my role um job i need What's to like <laughs> yeah. I need to go out networking. So Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday night normally. Um, and then meet friends Thursday and Friday. So yeah, oh, you have a right normally. System. Yep, okay. normally a heavy, heavy session. But this week's a bit calm. Um, but next week's all back on it again next is week. It? Yes. <laughs> Christmas is a big deal, isn't it? Yeah, In the events industry. Definitely. For me, it's not as bad. Okay, we're at Tottenham Court Road, which is a new station. Do you remember the days when this station oh, was yeah, closed? It was closed. For like yeah, a year, yeah, it made it yeah. even worse. Yeah, and it, not, and it wasn't stopping, then people were getting like really annoyed because it wasn't stopping, they need to get off at Tottenham Court Road. People are very angry, aren't they? Yes. Like this morning I had to tell a guy, can you please move down the carriage a bit? And like he just, he really <laughs> didn't hide it, you know? He didn't put a face on, he was actually annoyed. And it's like, I can't breathe. <laughs> I don't understand sometimes why people get so annoyed on tubes. You know, it's sort of like. Well, what are you like when you get annoyed? Are you outwardly annoyed? Um. Are you annoyed right now? <laughs> it depends. It probably takes me a lot to get annoyed. Um, but when I am annoyed, I will say. Um, but most time I sort of let it go. You know, because sometimes what's. How do you let steam off? Do you go to the, do you you box go to the, in the gym? gym? I go to. I do spinning class. Spinning. <laughs> yeah. So that's a bike, isn't it? Yeah. 
Yeah, she tried it. Oh, it's amazing. What music did they play when you're doing that though? It's like um, Terminator music. Yeah. Oh, is that what you're into? Hip hop. Yeah, sort of like well, I'm into R and B. Oh yeah. Um, so yeah, so that sort of music, a bit of um, Ibiza dance tracks. Wow, you're an old party person. Yeah. You're an Ibiza <laughs> '90s person, aren't you? Yeah, love it. <laughs> I'm a '90s Britpop person. Oh, are you? So, yeah. We've always been. Yeah. On Earth together. <laughs> so, what's the last? You know, if you were to walk away now, have you got your music on your phone? Yeah. And what song would you put on? God, you... it's gonna be like, but like Taylor Swift. Okay. What are you into her? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm into Taylor Swift and Ellie Goulding sort of stuff. Is this Holborn? Yes. Okay, this is Holborn. us. Is he over there? Yeah. Right, let's walk down to our no way out bit. Do you want to do that? Let's do it, let's do it. Oh, we haven't even got time to have a coffee when we get there. Okay. Passenger emergency. Luckily, we're getting off that train. Right, so now we're going... Now we're going into this, there's no exit, where once again we're presented with about 150 people coming in the opposite direction. Sometimes I, cr I crawl along the wall, and sometimes I have a guitar when I'm doing this bit as well, and it's like a Knock weapon. Yeah, yeah, I hold it in front of me like a battering ram, and my bag. This is a bit where you start to feel relief, and you start to yeah, realise the real world is, is quite close. <laughs> the last leg, really. After an hour of pure war. <laughs> They shouldn't call it London Underground, it's just call it pure war. <laughs> the battleship to work. I sometimes wonder, you know, with the people from, you know, tourists getting stuck up in this, they must think, what is this country? What is this? What is this? I think they love it. I think yeah? they just love it. Yeah. Oh, because they've not got anywhere to go and they're just ironically... They're, just, they're the ones that cause it, dawdling about, standing at the bottom of escalators, at the top of escalators. Right, now we're at the busy bit where they've decided to refurb the middle escalator until 2018. Is that right? That's yeah. not even a joke. Yeah. <laughs> and it's so busy and rowdy down here that they have police. It's quite civilised, isn't it? You yeah. wouldn't realise that there's a thousand people around us on escalators killing each other. Can we stand on this one? Stand. Right, I'm going to go in front of you. <laughs> no, but that's a serious leg workout, isn't it? Yeah. How many steps? Someone said this has got the most steps in London underground. Yeah, oh, probably. Yeah. About 500 steps. Well, they changed these escalators a few months ago where you stand on both sides and people are just getting really confused about it. But nobody does it? No, no. People still walk up here. Right and now people are walking by. Yeah. <laughs> I feel quite emotional. We're coming to the end of it. Oh, finally get to work. You're all right. You've got a good temperament. I can tell. My temperament's terrible. I usually want to kill someone when I'm. But I suppose it's like you know. It just depends. You get your elbows out when you need to. Do you? And yeah. You look sweet, but really. <laughs> yeah. Deep down, not. <laughs> It's good for like training your vicious side, all of this. Yes, definitely. <laughs> oh, it's cold. And now there's the wind coming in from outside, and you realise that the weather's not even great when you come out of this commute. OK, 
Okay, now we have to fumble through our wallets. Do you do contactless or do you use your yeah, card? I'll use my ca contactless. Oh, well, my card. My I card. use Oyster. Amazing. This is where I check I haven't lost all my credit cards. I usually haven't. This is where someone gets in your face trying to give you time out or NME and you ignore them. Right, and that's it. Should I turn this off? Yeah. Bye from Leha. Bye. See you in Vegas. This is uh, Trains by Ryan Adams.
Yo, so that was Ryan Adams, Trains. This is another train song underneath. Uh, this is also called Night Train, but it's by Steve Winwood. Fans of Steve Winwood would be very surprised that this is one of his tracks from the 80s. You know, he's another great British soul singer. Anyway, this is an ad interlude before we go uh, down to the Monarch or up to the Monarch in Camden to interview Hope in High Water. And uh, this episode is sponsored by Little CN Range, as I was saying earlier. They not only have hand sanitizer and soaps, but they also have a cosmetic range where everything is $1.99. Makeup galore, nail polish, mascara, the lot. Check it out, CN. This episode of the Stev Mayo Show is also sponsored by Anasol. Um, anal suppositories for piles or in America for hemorrhoids do not use anusol do not put these things in your bum if you're allergic to any ingredient uh, with anusol HC suppositories well obviously if you know you're allergic you're not going to put them in your bum are you Um, if you are taking mifepristine whatever that is or if you have rectal obstruction abscess perforation irritation of the peritoneum or fistulous, whatever that is. So if you have any of those conditions, not only should you not be putting anusol in your bum, but you should probably stop listening to this podcast and go to the doctors immediately. So I hope everyone's enjoying this podcast. Remember to write in your complaints to mahoneyinamoment at gmail.com. I hope you can hear me over Steve Winwood. Let's go back to him. Oh yeah, someone um, has been asking me recently, um, why is this called the Stev Mayo Show? Uh, people call me Stev, and I think I came up with the name Stev Mayo for myself um, whilst watching Neil Young in 2003. And I thought I was going to say I was having this alter ego where I was the Norwegian cousin of the broadcaster Simon Mayo, who I regularly see at Great Portland Street Station. I think Simon Mayo was at that gig. So there you go, anyway. That's a bit of trivia for you if you've made it this far. Stev Mayo. Is not my name, but Stev is my nickname, and Mayo is added because of a joke from about 15 years ago. All right, anyway, so let's go back to Steve Winwood, and after that, we're going to be with Josh and Carly from Hope in High Water. Oh 
So that's Who's Gonna Hold Your Hand by Hope in High Water. And I am with Hope in High Water. Live in Camden on the streets, a, a band is playing called Golden Manor Medicine Show. And they're great. They're from Ealing, sexual Ealing. And um, so Hope in High Water are from Milton Keynes. Why are you called Hope in High Water? Um, we have Josh hello. and Carly. Hello. We're called, we're called Hope and High Water because for a long time we were called Josh Chandler Morris and Carly Slade, which is about the longest name in existence, I think. Almost as long as Golden Manor House. Not good, is it? <laughs> I've had two drinks and I can't say it. <laughs> so we had Carly and... Carly and... Mm, Carly, Josh and Carly, you know? Sounds really tweed, doesn't it? Yeah. So, um, so you guys formed in a punk band. Don't worry, only about ten people will hear this. But I think it's good. <laughs> you guys formed in a punk band. What's the story of your formation? So we were both playing in different oh. punk bands. So Josh was playing... Are you Australian? No. Oh, okay. Everyone she says that, though. I was four. Oh, did you? I was four at the time. I'd be quite four is when it all happened for you. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> um, Josh was playing in a hardcore band. I had been playing in a kind of punk rock and roll band, but I'd stopped and I decided I didn't want to do music because I just wanted to pay the bills. I had a bit of a mid-life, mid-twenties crisis. Yeah. Um, met Josh, well, re-met Josh. We met a long time ago in a bar, very drunk. Nothing happened. I was engaged. <laughs> and then... <laughs> wow, this is getting really interesting already. Okay. So when me and Emily used to do interviews, we used to pretend we're not a couple. So you two are a couple. No, but that's the cream, man. If you get a PR deal or whatever, that's what they want to know. You know, to say... Yeah, but like, what else is there? The couple is like more important. You're standing by each other. You're in the car together. If someone fucks it up, you can have a little... You could look at each other on set. It's more interesting. Yeah. It's like Fleetwood Mac, rumours, <laughs> yeah. without the drugs. Unless you guys do drugs, I don't know. <laughs> like Stevie Nicks used to have cocaine blowed up a bum. <laughs> Did you know that? You're full of trivia tonight. I know, yeah. <laughs> We're trying to go. Who used to blow it up there? I don't know. My dad said that he saw <laughs> it happen. Yeah, my dad did it. <laughs> no, my dad saw it Fleetwood Mac at Wembley Arena and said she had a tent on the side of the stage. So maybe that's where it happened, but he didn't do it. Okay. If he did, though, that's quite good, isn't it? <laughs> that's good. You should have just left it at that. Better than looking after me when I was one years old. One years old. What were we saying? So um. you... You took it on this tangent. You said something that made it go oh, weird. Yeah, you, know, yeah, you, yeah. you made it risque and it wasn't. So we That's were... what I do. That's what this podcast is. <laughs> so we were 
Yeah. We met in a bar. See you later. Oh, thank you. Bye. Oh, yeah. Good segue. Hope and High Water recording tomorrow, the debut album. Yeah. How are you feeling about that? Excited. I wish I kind of had a voice, but apart from that, we're excited, I think. Yeah, Josh loses his voice every five minutes or something? Pretty much, yeah. How's that happen? Uh, I've got something called vocal nodules, which uh, basically means you have calluses in your vocal cords. And that's why he decided to become a singer? Yeah, well, it was kind of the singer that did it. And then, um, yeah, so sneezing's a problem. Every time I sneeze, I lose my voice, which is... uh, Helpful when you do you guys get the train to work or no. do you work in Milton Keynes? Isn't sneezing annoying? I'm really annoyed by sneezing. You'd be really annoyed by Josh then because when he sneezes, he does 20 in a row. 20 is not an exaggeration, actually, 20. I've also got allergies, so they kind of don't complement each other very well. This is very exciting. We've gone from yeah. like risque bar affairs yeah. to allergies. <laughs> do you ever sneeze? Do I ever sneeze? How do you sneeze? Really loud because I find it really annoying when people hold their nose and sneeze into their head. That really annoys me because I oh, feel so like... so you just blow the germs everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like repression sneezing. No, I mean, I just cover the hands. Yeah, and... yeah get the hands involved, but not that one where you blast into your head. Then it over your face. I mean, it's only your own stuff. Yeah. Everybody doesn't mind their own smells and that. If you're don't in a public place, you don't know if you've got it in your nerves for the rest of the day. <laughs> where are we going with this? <laughs> I like it. I like you guys, because we were talking about your album, and it just went to that immediately. So what, you're going to do a whole album in North London? Yes. Yeah. You've only done one EP before, is that right? Yeah, we've done, I did an EP on my own that Carly was actually on, but before she was properly involved. I did that as well. Yeah. And then, before you start sleeping together, it's a solo album. <laughs> you had that conversation. We're Mahoney in the moment now, because, uh, you know, you're pregnant or whatever, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, you guys have a. You're very countryish. I know. Sorry, was that misogynist? <laughs> I know. There's a pattern forming. I'm discovering through myself through doing a podcast. I'm a bit of a Benny Hill character, you know. <laughs> okay. So, um, right. On one EP, this is your first album, and why have you decided to do that, Carly? We got so many songs. It's about time. Yeah. And also. We can't just keep doing EPs and they're digital and you can't kind of hold on to something. It's nice to actually have like a full thing that you can... I think it's really easy to, as a band to just kind of wait for someone to come and pick you up and do everything for you. Yeah. I think at some point you've just got to go, well, actually, we've got enough songs for it. We want to do it. Yeah. Let's just put a whole album up. And I think it's better. You can kind of understand where a band's coming from a bit more, whether you've got a whole album there. I made that decision myself. Yeah. Like, it's creativity... Just got to do it. Just got to put it out there. Like, um, what's I going to say? Yeah, it's like having a creative wee. You just have to do it, otherwise it's going to be too late. Creative wee? Yeah. I think Nick Cave said that. You just need a wee. You guys need a wee. That's why you've come to London. A wee. Jay, our friend Jay, Beans on Toast Jay, he does an album every year, so he needs a, he's got a lot of incontinence, yeah. you know? Yeah. What's on the album? Greatest Hits? Greatest hits, yep. Um, the first album's always the best. Our one is as well. We've done three. <laughs> <laughs> Coming what? from you, I like that. Yeah. First one's the best. What is on the album? Quite a lot of songs. <laughs> I don't know. And how are you going to record it? You're going to do it live? Uh, we're going to do a mixture. So the acoustic stuff we're going to do live. 
then we're going to do some band stuff which we can't do live because I'm going to play bass and I can't play bass and banjo at the same time nice. so that will have to be a bit unlive mm-hmm. but for the most part live and last time we did our recordings we actually did it to click track because that's how the engineer liked to work clicks are rubbish and it was very hard I mean it kept it very pristine but it was very hard this is natural though you know this is like oh they're playing a band song hmm. yeah so we're going to give it a go okay how do you feel about it Excited, but... You know, you should go home now and stop drinking and talk to me in the street. Because you've got to do stuff in the morning. Nine. What time do you start? 11 a.m.? 12? Nine. 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 Nine? Yeah. When are you going to start singing? Probably about half nine. Ten. Right. Have you met them before, these people? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. To be fair, probably a bit of a sound. Ten. Half ten. Okay. Let's start ask- Let me start asking some good questions. Actually, why don't I play a song? What's a song? You two are a couple, yeah? Still, at the end of this interview, what's the song that means the most to you as a couple? Ooh. Oh, I don't know. What's someone else's song? Yeah. We have one. I know we do, but I can't think what it is right now. If you were to get married, what would be the first dance? Are you going to get married? Do you want to get married? Yeah. Do that after the album. Yeah. yeah. The album first. You know you said on the stage about buying houses. Don't buy a house. Just get married. Yeah. Do the romantic thing. Houses, yeah. like, can't take it with you. Who cares? Yeah. I don't care about houses. Yeah. yeah. But she's American and you have to do it. Okay. I am into it though. I do love her. <laughs> it's been seven years. So she's in your band because she got pregnant and she's... No, she's not pregnant, oh, no. Right, this is good. This is the most revealing <laughs> podcast ever. But what is your what is your first dance? Right, what's the song that means most to you? Still don't know. I don't know. By the way, guys, it's fucking complicated being in a band and being a couple and all that. It's very hard. You you tick a lot of boxes for each other. Well, see, there's a sneeze. But we should all be proud of doing it. It means a lot. You really love each other. You're creating stuff together. That means a lot. Serious. The worst is when you have an argument and then you have to go on stage. Yeah, because me and Emily argue most about music. We don't argue about anything else as a couple. Yeah, we argue about everything else, don't we, really? Yeah, also the music is the same Music's definitely Keep right. touring, yeah. keep making albums. <laughs> Except for when it comes to rhythm. That's a whole Oh, you haven't got rhythm? Are we still talking about music? Yeah, or no, no you got rhythm. I, I think I've got rhythm. She just says this to everyone. This is just their life. No, he's got rhythm, but he doesn't have a rhythm that aligns with anyone else's rhythm. Oh, shit. So he has to be in control? Is that how it is with a relationship as well? <laughs> Woo! <laughs> no, the question was, what is your song? Your special song together? We'll have to... We'll come back to you. We'll you like Tom Waits, don't you? You I played a Tom Waits cover. Oh, I love Tom Waits. Do you like Tom Waits? You don't really like Tom Waits, do you? No. But I love Tom Waits. It's good for late night. Yeah. We had the song Come On Up To The House. Yeah, I like That's that a good change. Should we play that? Yeah, yeah let's, let's play that. that. Here it is. <laughs> Come On Up To The House by Tom Waits. I love that you just chose it. On The Weird. Yeah, it's always me. <laughs> See, I'm a control freak as well. From 1999, he did an album called... Mule Variations. Yeah, good album. Here it is. I'm glad I chose that one. Eyes cracked. Come on to the house. The only things that you can see is all that you lack. Come on up to the house. Oh, your crying don't do no good. Come on up to the house. 
push the wood You gotta come on up to the house Come on up to the house Come on up to the house The world is not my home I'm just a passing through You got to come on up to the house So that's Come On Up To The House by Tom Waits. I like the song, actually, me and Emily's song by anyone is Eggs and Sausage. You heard that? At the diner? No. Oh, yeah. That's our wedding song. Eggs and Sausage and it's sad toast. Yeah, yeah, I know that one. It's good. Nighthawks at the diner. Doesn't that have a really cynical line about marriage in it? No? Or is that another song on that album? Yeah, like he marries a waitress or something. Yeah. That, I don't know. That, uh, I'll have to go back to it, I can't remember. There's one, there's a really cynical line on that album. He's good at lines. Yeah. 
Never saw the sunrise and the sun went down or whatever. Do you know that song? It's on um, Closing Time. Yeah, I know the song. San Diego Serenade. All right, anyway, I'll ask you some more questions. Are you going to tell me something about it? <laughs> Just sharing up, sharing the Tom Waits now. I'm, I'm fading away now. I'll tell you what song might be my song for us. My song? Yeah. What about our song? Tom Waits. <laughs> um, I forgot what it's called now. House Where Nobody Lives. Do you know that one? I don't know. It's on Mule Variations. Okay. That's a really good Same album as the one I just played? Yeah, okay. same one as you just played, yeah. But it's super depressing. That one's no, a really not. depressing song. Life's depressing, Carly. <laughs> Really Thank not you. Depressing. It's not. Okay. I'll have a listen. Carly, what do you want to play? We're going to chat a bit more, but what would you... Do you have a song? Mm. When you think of your upbringing... Yeah. Are you from Milton Keynes? No. Where are you from? Uh, nowhere. <laughs> are you estranged from your parents? <laughs> you know what that means? A little bit. No, no, I'm not. Um, I was born, Actually, I was born not far from Milton Keynes. I was born in Aylesbury. But my parents moved pretty much every year for my entire life. So was I... your dad in the army? No. Is he a terrorist? <laughs> no. <laughs> salesman, traveling salesman. So I'm on 28 houses so far. That's really loud, isn't it, when the door opens? Really loud. I'll tell you, um, okay. So what song is your childhood? The last time we did this, I said the Chieftains. <laughs> the Chieftains, okay. <laughs> you Irish, you Irish descent. Oh yeah, what's your surname? It's not an Irish surname, it's Slade. Oh, so your dad was English? Yeah. Right, let's do a quick fire round. <laughs> quick fire rounds. What's your favourite sandwich, Hope and High Water? Uh, cheese and pickle. Bacon and avocado. Wow, avocado. That's not very Milton Keynes. That's a bit California. If you were a Tom Cruise film, yeah. what would you be? What films? What's that one where they do loads of weird kinky sex? What's that one? Eyes oh, Eyes Wide Shut. I like that. I like that. I can't remember. It's either that or Mission Impossible. I don't want to be Mission Impossible. Josh is into weird sex with masks. Good to know. Good to know. Right. Worse you do. I, I actually asked him that on the way here and he said no, weirdly enough. But now he's coming out. You've met Cruz. Oh, him. I asked him. Oh, you asked him to wear a mask? No, I asked him if he liked kinky sex and he said no. How long have you been together? Four years. Right, you better go on with it. <laughs> if you're ever going to do it, do it now. I consider getting a gimp mask. Did you? If you do it, just emerge from under the covers with the gimp mask, or probably you. I don't know. I'd really, I wouldn't like that. You that's wouldn't? Nice no, that's good. Oh, you better do it then. How would you react? What, to a gimp mask? Wouldn't it be hilarious? Uh, a gimp mask. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. What else did he do? I can't remember. Cruise? Yeah. Mission Impossible. He gave up about 10 years ago. Now he just does Vanilla Sky's good. Cocktail. Cocktail. Top Gun. Oh, Top Gun, of course. Yeah, yeah. What about you, Carly? What Tom Cruise film? I don't ever watch movies. I never do. Why not? I just never did. I was always out in the forest. <laughs> Carly is a really interesting interview. <laughs> No, Who are you, Carly? She's never watched a film. <laughs> so there's no answer to that. Okay. If you were a Friends character, which one would you be? See, I never watched Friends. So I'm going to have to guess. Well, I've basically been called, because my name's Josh Chandler Morris. I've been called... Fucking hell, you're all the characters <laughs> and, like, your name. I've basically been called Chandler Bing my whole life, so I might as well say Chandler yeah. Bing. 
I don't think you are Chandler. No, who am I? Well, if it's going to go down the kinky sex route, I think you're Rachel. Rachel? <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> because of my luscious hair. And I think you're Phoebe. Who do you think? All my life. Because you're, I don't know what you're going to say now. Because you're like, I've never watched a film. I went to 28 schools. (laughs) All my life, I've been called Phoebe because of the way I run. The way you run? Oh, you run like that? Yes, sadly. Carly's also a yoga teacher, yoga instructor? Yoga teacher, yes. What's new in yoga? Oh, I wouldn't have a clue, actually, because I... This weekend, there was some big, massive yoga event that all yoga teachers go to ever, um, and I didn't go to it because How I... How long have you been doing it? How long? A year. So, are you into it? It's become very popular. Some more popular than McDonald's. Mm. I'm very, very into it. I'm much more into the head stuff than the body stuff. What's the head stuff? What's stretching your mind muscles. Exactly that. So you're a psychologist? <laughs> no. So, when they do the stretches, do you go... Who are you? You're a bit <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much bang on. <laughs> really? What about Bikram yoga? Do you do that? No, I'm scared of... Um, Sweat? Yeah. Why? I'm, I don't like going in the sauna, and I feel like that's doing yoga in the sauna. Why don't you like that? I love the sauna and the steam room. Yeah. yeah. It makes me feel claustrophobic. I don't okay. like other people's sweat. If you don't have to get on top of them, you just no, you got your own space. It's kind of in the air, isn't it, with Bikram? It's just everyone's... I've never done it. I just go to the steam and sauna a lot. Yeah. I know. That's how the last time we met you, you just you come out of the steam. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I look after myself. I, that's what I like to do. And I met a girl earlier who looked exactly like a young Yoko Ono. And I had a hat on earlier, so I was trying to dress like John Lennon anyway today. And then she was like, well, you're not going to work out first? She's like, no, I'm going to go straight to steam room and sauna. And like, I do that as well. It's a very lazy thing to do. But your muscles are supposed to recover from working out, otherwise it doesn't work. Otherwise you're just in your pants in a steamy room. Anyway, I've digressed again. Why do we start talking about steam rooms? You don't like them, Carly. I don't like them. No. Hope in High Water, new album coming out. You giving yourself a deadline? You gonna put yourself under that pressure? May, June time. May, June. June 2017, you gonna play some festivals? Hopefully. Yeah, we're hoping to play another, what was it, Naked No Drinking Festival again. We enjoyed you that. played at a Naked Festival? <laughs> you were way too interesting to interview. We I can't wind it up. We went naked. <laughs> Why didn't you get naked? Well... Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, not everyone. Okay. She, yeah, not everyone. Sorry, I was exaggerating. There was um, gold glittered nipples, though. It was like a, a theme that ran through the festival. But again, when you've been together for five years, and like me and Emily as well, isn't that interesting? Like, why not get naked at a festival? Yeah. Well, we didn't. We kept our clothes on. Was it a good show? What's your best show ever? Best show ever. Best show ever. For me, music-wise, because it was someone I really wanted to see, I think it would be the Willie Watson shows that we did. Willie Watson? Who's that? He's like a... He used to be an old Crow Medicine show and is now doing like a solo album type thing. Yeah, they were good ones. Um, <laughs> Who's running this night? It's terrible. I think um, we played with Nikki Lane in um, Norwich, and it was just like a really, really rowdy night. And it ended up with Nikki Lane like singing songs on the street, and really? that was one of them. I think. Yeah, for me. That's how you know you're living your life when you've done stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was cool. Um, I don't know. It's been a few, isn't it? 
Yeah. Why do people keep leaving this venue or entering? Like, make your mind up. Because <laughs> it's affecting my podcast. That's all right. Okay, what's the most embarrassing thing that's happened on stage? Probably that time you told everyone I just shat myself, even though I hadn't. <laughs> I did. No, I was trying to. So Josh made a mistake, and I was trying to soften the audience to him by saying he was very sick and he had been you know it had the shits okay but everyone that happens yeah it happens yeah, but not actually like she implied that I'd actually pooed myself right I feel like this is not going to make the cut because I feel <laughs> this is actually contentious okay what's the most amazing <laughs> thing that's happened on stage most amazing thing I liked when we played um, the song loft in Stony. we played this gig where we weren't really sure whether everyone was going to kind of be into what we were doing and then like we got to who's gonna hold your hand and like literally everyone in the room started singing like harmonies along Ooh. that was pretty cool where it? was that that was in Milton Keynes yeah okay. yeah yeah a little folk night it was cool that was can't think of another one come on Carly I know I've not I've not where had four, are you I've not had four coffees you had a, you had one coffee though <laughs> I know I'm not on your level though no no but I haven't had a coffee for ages I'm just drinking now <laughs> Right, I've got more good questions. Oh, yeah, what do you think of the situation in Syria? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> no comment. Okay. Okay, we're not going to answer that one right now. Um, wow, people are dancing in there now. We should probably wind this up. But what do you think about when you turn the lights out at night? Absolutely nothing, because I sleep within 2.5 seconds. What do I think? I don't know. I'm one of those people that stays up for like an hour, oh, just really? mulling everything over. Yeah. He probably thinks about everything that's ever happened, ever. Oh, so he's the thinker? At night. <laughs> right, and what are you? You're the doer? At what? At night? <laughs> are you? <laughs> when do you do things? <laughs> In the morning. <laughs> I'm not a morning person. What do you usually have for breakfast? Uh. What's that one? Jordan's Almond oh, Muesli. Oh, yeah, the kind of hipster one. Well... Emily has that. Yeah. It's quite nice. Have quite you got nice. a Lidl near you? Uh, yeah. Lidl's amazing. Is it? Yeah. Can you get... Carly's vegan. It makes everything different. Fucking hell, Carly. You're vegan as well. <laughs> oh, so what do you eat for breakfast? A green smoothie. That's so California. <laughs> there you are. You get a move out of Milton Keynes. But I put dates in it. You can, okay. No, one of my colleagues is vegan. So. I thought it'd be better to do it outside for the sound, but I think it'd be better on the stage the way it's going. <laughs> what's, the, what's going on in veganism? What's the best vegan dish at the moment? Oh, I wish I could tell you, but I'm an awful cook. Josh eats meat and he does all the cooking. So actually, he's the vegan chef. So you're doing a lot for her. You have to check there's no milk or anything. Yeah. Do you know that one in three cows in Ireland work for Diageo, the drinks company, for Baileys, producing milk? I used to work for Diageo. Baileys? Yeah. Cows making alcohol? Yeah. Or making the milk that goes in Baileys. There are specific Baileys cows? Yeah. God, that's an eye-opener. So could you be just vegetarian, the milk and the eggs you just can't do? No. Because it's the same thing. Okay. Mm. Is Paul McCartney vegan? So you like McCartney? I guess so. And are you a full meat? Do you eat steak every night? I 
Oh, you were full. <laughs> I, <no. laughs> I'm gonna say that. <laughs> I, I don't eat steak every night. I tend to eat quite a lot of vegan. Do you? But I do eat meat. I used to be vegetarian. But really? Were you vegetarian before you met Carly, and then you became a meat eater? Yeah, no, pretty she's much, pretty much that day. I was a meat eater like a year before we got together. I think wasn't I? Year or two. And the night you got together, what did you have for dinner? Oh. Roasted vegetables, I think. Roasted vegetables. How did you meet? That's a vegan answer. <laughs> How did you meet? Who asked who out? We met a very long time ago. Oh, you went to school together? No. 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 College? I was working in a bar. Okay. Josh. And you were like, I like that bartender. <laughs> oh, right. But I was getting married at the time. Holy shit. I should do a two-hour special with you. <laughs> okay. Um... And then about four years later, I heard Josh on the radio. Really? Yeah. And then I got back in touch with him. You pursued it, Carly. Yeah, I did. But for work purposes. <laughs> what, you, you wanted him to do yoga? <laughs> and now he cooks your vegan meals and everything. Uh, Bloody hell. Are you the driver as well of Hope and I Water? Uh, not the only driver, now. Are you exchanged? Oh, are you? So you're driving tonight and you're sober. Yeah. Well, let's get the beers in, man. Let's get the beers in. No, let's get the beers in. Are you worried about the album? One more beer. One more beer. One more beer. Okay, Hope in High Water. What else do you want to say? Album's coming out soon. You want a copy of this before I edit it, before you want to hear what's been said. <laughs> Any gigs coming up? Playing in London in November, aren't we? We're playing at Loughton Folk Club. And the dates escape me now. I think it's November the 17th. Okay. So that's the next London show. But no, we've just finished a run, and actually we're having, we've got quite a quiet... Christmas time, so... Need to chill out. What do you want for Christmas? Oh, for Christmas? Oof. God, you got all the questions. On a very practical level, I want one of... I don't know what it's called. They need someone to tell me what it's called. It's one of those small bases that looks like a ukulele, but it's a bass. Okay. That's what I want. So I don't have to carry this around. Okay, guys, write into mahoneyinthemoment.com or if you want to pledge a ukulele <laughs> bass, contact hopeandhighwater at gmail.com. Carly wants a bass. You never know. You never know. <laughs> and um, Josh, what do you want for Christmas? He, he already knows. He submits a Christmas list to his mum every year. Oh, <laughs> man, you're from a working-class family like me, where you have to tell each other what you want. I'm getting you the fucking egg maker or whatever. That's terrible. It's not very romantic, is it? No, that's exactly what I say, but he thinks that I'm being weird about it. Just get over it. Yeah. Get over it. Get so what's on the Christmas want? list? He's Advice. What, to not put to people's heads in? No, not for my Tom Cruise nights. Um, I make jewellery, so I need advice. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that's very practical. Yeah. So um, write to hopeandhighwater at gmail.com to arrange giving Josh advice. <laughs> yeah. Well, like Joe Pesci used to put his people's heads in advice, <laughs> like that. It needs to be a really soft one because you put rings in it. So Do you make jewellery? Really soft advice, yeah. If you, were to be, if you were to be stuck in a lift... All right, pretend you're not a couple. If you were to be stuck in a lift with a man for 40 minutes and it's your last 40 minutes on earth what would that man be? Actually you should just say Josh. <laughs> what, so can it be Josh? No, like Outside of Josh is dead or whatever okay. and vice versa. Okay, Johnny Depp. Josh has been dead for two years. Johnny Depp. Even though now he's fat and he's like Shane McGowan and a bit of an alcoholic. Johnny Depp, okay for you. Mine's really obvious. Beyonce. <laughs> yeah man! <laughs> Woo! <laughs> yeah. Oh well. <laughs> Okay, thank you to Hope in High Water. <laughs> Bye from Carly. Bye. And Josh. Bye. That was great.
Yes, so this bad boy is just about ready to go to the editors. Lily, my editor, over there in West Virginia in the USA. Lily, we're ready for editing. Let me turn the music down a bit, then we truly will be. Yeah, thanks to CN, the great um, Uzi products from Lidl. Thanks to Anusol. Only put them in your bum after you've read the label. Thanks to Hope in High Water. Thanks to Leha Diamond. 
She's an events person, not a porn star. What a name. Lay her diamond. Thank you to all of you. Thank you for listening. Any complaints, as usual, send them to Mahoney in the moment at Gmail. Big love. See you in a fortnight when I'm going to be with Sam Beer testing barbecue sauces. If you don't know who Sam Beer is, you need to know. So tune in next time. See you later. Oh, yeah, this is um, the latest single from this band called Mahoney in the Moment. It's called Goodnight Moon. We have a new video. Check it out. I'm self-promoting. Goodnight Moon and goodnight, everyone. Can wait.